we want to take this time to point you at another podcast. We really grateful you're here to listen to us, um, but you should also take a minute and go and follow and subscribe to Hearts and Carts. They're the CPG podcast. It's um, run by Alex Hill and Justin Osborne, and it's about the people behind the products that are winning hearts and filling carts. We love these guys. Um, they've been on the show. We've been on their show, and we think they're doing amazing things, and you should stop in and listen to them. Welcome to This Commerce Life. We are an unscripted podcast dedicated to small businesses and entrepreneurs in the retail and consumer packaged goods space in Canada and the United States. I'm Phil Chang, co-host and co-founder. And I'm Kenny Venucci, co-host and co-founder of This Commerce Life. Our love is the journey to retail, and our passion is sharing that with you every week. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, we're well. How about you? Good. Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. Feels yes, like... thank you. I forget to keep this a happy new year, right? It's been yeah. feels so long ago already. Good Lord, it does. And really, it wasn't. <laughs> no. Just two weeks ago, but yeah, no, yeah, I, know I know what you mean. It's like you take the time off, you feel all relaxed, and then it's like January, ready to go. Like January 2nd, I feel like it was like, whoosh, and off we go, right? And you're like, oh, God, what? <laughs> what I think the happened? funnier part is, I think it's because the take the time off part. I don't think we do very, very well. Well, not in retail over the no, holidays. So I, th so I think it just kind of just all flowed through. <laughs> it was good, though. It's all good. It's all, it's good. all good. Yeah, it's fun. It's the best time of year to be working in retail. Good vibes, it's fun. good energy. Yeah, it's, it's, typically, it's typically good energy and fun. And people are, well, I mean, a little stressed out, but it's still fun, right? Yeah, I like it. I still I used to love working on the floor in retail on Christmas day or Christmas Eve. Cause yeah. you would just get the like last minute shoppers, but they always be, they're like so grateful when you can find that perfect thing for them. At that point. <laughs> yeah. And anything is almost the perfect thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the best part of it. Two days before you'd be a nightmare customer that day. You're a gem because you're a any, hero. Anything's yeah. good, man. But that's the mark of a true retail person like in your heart of hearts if you're <clears throat> look all three of us are smiling like idiots because you remember what working on the 24th is like and actually helping customers right but when you actually yeah. talk to people who hate retail like they have the opposite of this right they're like no nowhere close i don't want to be anywhere close you know like so i i think that's I think people just, people yeah, extroverts I, you, you come, need a badge in. i know you exactly. need a badge that says certified what retail, it is. right certified and then also like certified retail let me help you <laughs> i think i think yeah it's all good right yeah. it's it's why we do yeah. what we all do yeah I and why we never seem to veer too far away from it what do you yeah, mean yeah, hard try. We're, we're like solid the last two in. years yeah. have been hard because of the yeah. pandemic and just that shift away from like in person and it's just yeah for those real connectors it's hard it's hard to yeah. do it digitally so yeah. I'm happy to for me in my world retail is back it's like a big resurgence back to community back to in-person and even for our business we're like having to shift and reframe our our mindset around it mm. um but yeah it's nice it's really nice to have a in-person connection with someone I like it 
I mean, I'll tell you one thing I do know, yeah. because I, it seems funny that coming back, I think I've held on to some of the COVID thing where I was like, it was, I didn't like it at first, This, but I kind of liked it after a while that the, it was a little calmer in a sense, like you weren't always in front of people and it was kind of nice. Mm -hmm. So I think you'll find when I'm going back now, there's times where I'm thinking, mm, I think a virtual meeting would be really good right now, or you know what, maybe we'll just stay home today. Like it's kind of nice you're, not you're being in the thing. I think you're gonna have. I, moments, I don't think right? I had many before, though. I think yeah. that before it was like you're just always plugged in, and now I kind of right. like a little bit of the. It's like open the world. Stuff. Of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Good. It's weird. It's found. Yeah. It's helped you find balance. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Go with that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think it's helping. Like I I've been online. Since the pandemic started, I've been online, like exclusively online, right? Like I don't, all my customers are online. I've seen a handful of clients here and there, but otherwise everything's been online. And then this semester I was telling Kenny, I started teaching and one of my classes is in person. So I went from online to 30 students, like 20 year olds in person. So it's been like, and then I have to be on campus. So it went from like nothing to like, oh, there are a lot of but I actually I quite like it like I I like the balance I I like I like real real people dynamics they're they're fun, yeah yeah sure. I I love them I thrive on yeah. them. but yeah. I do actually like the downtime yeah. too yeah yeah more than I ever it's thought it's nice I would. to be able to walk away from things for yeah. a little bit so yeah yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. do you want to Kenny do you want to do an intro yeah we can do a quick one because I'm not going to do a great job of it because Samantha's going to have to do it all by herself uh, we have Samantha today. Who's, and so how we know this, how we got to know Samantha is um, via Miss Chloe Holloman Beaton, right? I guess. Which what's she going by now? Beaton or Holloman? Beaton. Or Holloman yeah. Beaton. Whatever Beaton, Chloe's Beaton. going by. Beaton. Yeah. Chloe was the one introduced me uh, <laughs> to you. We had a couple of discussions. Um, I really thought you'd be cool to have on because I like what you're trying to do. So what you, uh, I mean, I'll bastardize this. So you're going to clean this all up, but better basics um, is really about your caption is reduce, reuse, refill, repeat. And it's really about making sure that we don't continue to put a crap ton of plastics back into our system, uh, specifically through the household environment. So your focus is on um, cleaning aids, some personal care, et cetera. But I just really like the idea, but I also know that I told Phil, I said, I think why she'd be cool to have on is, there's trials and tribulations in this trying to figure out how to go to market, how to cost it, how to, you know, is there a play? Like, is it more of a retail spot or a distributor spot, bought or a combo of both? So you were going to be fun because I just thought this one could go all over the place. But so Samantha, totally. I, you know, it's for me, it's hard for me to tell much more about this because I think you're going to do a better job at it. Next 45 to 60 is yours, but I'd love to hear where you came from, how you ended up in this mess and uh, how's it going? And what uh, what are you what are you seeing? What's going on? Sure. Well, yeah, happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, and thanks to my dear friend Chloe for the introduction. Um, we go way back. Just side note: her husband's my husband's best friend. So at her wedding day, she's like, she affectionately referred to the day she met Robbie as the day she met Sam, <laughs> because we became best friends right after we met. So. Anyway, she's like a dear friend and just lovers. So my story is I've 
Um, I spent 15 years in consumer marketing right out of graduating from my undergraduate degree, went into advertising, went and did my MBA, went and worked for a company called AG Hair locally here in Vancouver, then went on to Lululemon and Sage. So very Vancouver wellness based, personally, very purpose-driven, very passionate individual, knew right away when I was doing that MBA, hmm, should I go into commercial banking? Not for me. Just, I knew right away, like, I needed to have a little bit of like freedom and creativity within the work that I do. And that I always wanted to work in a really authentic environment um, where I could be myself. So that's kind of what led me to the various career choices that I, that I went on. And, and very, I'm very passionate about wellness. I'm very passionate about putting my time towards something that is meaningful to me. Um, so all of that leads up to 2020, um, where I was working for Sage Natural Wellness and just felt like the time was right to go off and do my own thing. Um, so I was vetting a number of business ideas. Um, throughout those years, I had lost both my parents to cancer and through that process had really had like a reawakening around wellness around the products we use in our homes, around, it's interesting, like you go through the, the cancer agency and they tell you, you should not be using these types of products in your home. And yet the everyday, everyday average consumer is still using all those products in your homes. I'm like, if a cancer patient shouldn't be consuming these, like what is it doing to the rest of us who are otherwise known as healthy? So anyway, that was like personally, obviously what sparked an interest in the category and in the space. Um, and then I just started like brainstorming ideas with my business partner, Caitlin, and we both felt passionate that what we were to put out in the world, we wanted to have a bigger mission. We wanted to leave the world better than it was. So we looked at our pain points in our households and the amount of bottles that were just like overflowing out of our recycling bins was an issue. Um, the quality of the ingredients in those products was an issue. We wanted, we were doing better. We were trying to go to the farmer's market and buy products. And we were going to the refilleries and buying products. But honestly, it was just inefficient for us. Like we're, we were both working pretty big day jobs and had stuff going on in our personal lives as well. So the need was, how do we get people like us more clean products with less packaging to reduce this plastic issue that we have in the world um, in a convenient way? So that's where Better Basics was born. Um, we saw the, the thriving business of these refilleries in local communities. And we're like, how can we apply digital marketing, um, product design and development, our expertise on that side and e-commerce and a delivery service to that category. Um, so yeah, our mission is to reduce plastic and toxins. We develop the line, like you said, we have a couple categories. Um, we went after, we did a ton of research, we went after the categories that had the biggest plastic problems in terms of waste. We did a whole bunch of research. We knew how many water bottles, plastic water bottles, how many coffee cups the average North American consumer throws away every year. So we're like, we need to do those. We need to launch those products. We looked at cleaning products. We looked at personal care products and we looked at the shelves and there's just no other options that aren't in a plastic bottle with a plastic pump and a plastic everything. And then we read about the recycling issue, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. 
honestly, we've been led to believe that I'm an 80s baby. They tell you, like, it was like in school in the 80s, like, recycle, recycle, it's the solution. Mm -hmm. So we all put our stuff in our bins and it gets picked up and we're like, yes, we're doing a good job. And then you learn only 9% of it actually turns into anything. The rest of it ends up in a landfill. Some of it gets shipped overseas. It gets incinerated. So it's just contributing to global warming, greenhouse gas emissions across the board in the extraction, in the creation, and then in the end of life cycle. Like plastic is just nasty. Um, so that was all of that. We did a lot of research. We saw the opportunity. We saw where we could put our strengths to this opportunity as well in terms of like design of the product and the packaging. And then off to the races, we launched December, 2020, um, right in the middle of the pandemic. Good time. Amazing. Good time. Yeah. <laughs> one of, I mean, one thing about that I will say is it gave us the space to be home and doing all this research and prototyping in a way that I think mentally had I been, um, had the world not kind of slowed down, I would have had a lot of maybe pressure on myself to be doing something more with my time. <clears throat> Right. It takes a while to get the business going, right? So, but yeah, it took I also us eight thought, nine months before we could get it. Totally. I I also think that you know the pandemic, for all the bad things it was, one of the things that it really did help us do was to stop and slow down and realize, you know, because you you heard that a lot. Like one of the things that yeah. we probably don't talk about very much is the number of people who go, hey, I I stopped to read about everything that we're doing to the planet, right? Um, and wow, am I a bad planetary Person. citizen? Like, what what do I do here, right? Like, so you did hear that. Like, so it's, in some ways, it's it's a really, like, timeliness is, is there, right? That you launched this during the pandemic when everyone's starting to go, wait, I have time to stop and think about, you know, that Thai bottle that <laughs> I, remember, I shouldn't as the be using, right? Was. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the amount of stuff that came yeah, out of I, it. People had time to stop and think. Yeah. I mean, look yeah. at all the non-alcohol like uh, yeah. type of drinks that came out around that time. Because again, we found out at the beginning we we're all probably drinking too much and thinking these. Mm -hmm. But you know what I mean? It's so much. I think it's going to be a funny thing in twenty years. You'll look back, and uh, amongst all the the death and the it was just chaotic and expensive. It probably needed. It's probably a reset that was needed. Yeah, not totally. that we want to reset, but a reset that's needed anyway. Well, and we were looking as well at like, yeah, just what we're consuming. You're home all the time. These are products that you use every day. That's why we call yeah. them basics. Like we wanted to go after categories that were just everyday consumables because we felt like we can make the biggest impact there. And mm -hmm. having worked also in, in, in industries that you could almost say are more like luxury or premium. Um, I was like, I just want to work on something that people really need, like it's just right. solving like a baseline need. And I think as well, in terms of mind shift, we've been told we just need so much stuff and we don't. And so that's part of better basics as well. Like how can we minimize shift the mindset? Like our, our core product offering is what we call as the setup and it's the bottles that sit on your sink in your kitchen and I don't know about you, but when I go to a friend's houses or even in my own house, I would always open the sink under the sink and there would be like 10 bottles of things. 
And like, you just don't need all those bottles of things. You've been like marketed to that you need all those things, but just like one really good cleaning spray, one really good dish soap and one hand soap. And that's, that's kind of what you need. Yeah. So that's part of it as well. Like, how can we just create a more minimal, like, system for people that's good quality and that just reduces the clutter in their homes and um, also makes it, again, easy? Because as you know, as well, when we're talking about some of this stuff, when you talk, talk about global warming and we talk about the environment, we talk about plastic, we talk about ingredients, like, it's just very overwhelming. There's so much information out there. It's hard to know what's right. So we'll do the research we'll set a, some standards that we feel are ahead of the curve compared to what else you can find in the traditional channels. And yeah, and then the idea is that we can build trust with customers and then they can find that Better Basics is really solving this like this need for them in their lives. Cool. So Better Basics. There's some. There's a little background noise. It's my cat. I don't know if you can hear that. That's okay. No, the animals like to okay. be on the show. So, we Sorry to the listeners. No, it's, it's, not a <laughs> it's not a baby I'm ignoring. It's the <laughs> cat. It's the cat I'm ignoring. <laughs> kind of also a baby. <laughs> She's sitting outside the door. I closed it on purpose because it's like my cat is very sassy and she'll come in and just sit in front of the screen. Mm. Um, anyways, if you hear her, that's like, that's, that's okay. We've had that. We've had dogs on the show. We've yeah, had cats. Yeah. It's yeah. all good. That's not a big That's life good. at home. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's that's it, though. We've yeah. had kids on the show. You've had, yeah. you know, partners walk in. You know, it's 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 a family show. It is whatever. It is. It's, it's yeah. all good in the hood. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. My my, I have a fifteen year old son at home, but he just started full time daycare, so he's not here. But otherwise, you would also have that chaos. And why in not? The mix normally, why yeah. not? That's life. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah, it's fun. That's one other thing. This is like totally tangent, but. One nice thing about this pandemic and doing life virtually is like you get to really see people's real life, right? We're not just in the office, all like professional looking great. Sometimes you just have like your hair is disheveled. For me, I'd baby puke on me or like I'm literally awesome. holding the baby in a meeting and it's just like, hey, this is life. And everyone is dealing with their own things in their yeah. personal lives. And it's, it's really humbling and it's really cool to see. I think it builds in that sense and builds connection. I think that... I think what's, what's good about it, the sad part is before this, it was very plastic fantastic. And it was always, you never knew what was really going on. I think this one really did what said what you did. It's, it's cool to see, you know, people in their real environment and seeing how yeah. they really are. I mean, there's times where we used to laugh, like, you know, we do three Zoom calls. It's like four o'clock and I'm at a shower yet. You know, you look like you just woke, but nobody cares, right? And it's all good. And you kind of, it's just more natural. I, and it seems... It seems to me that since we've sort of all gone back a little bit or whatever it is, people are still on that sort of casual kind of mode, which is kind of nice instead of totally. being so uptight that everybody kind of was prior. To I think it's important to, I actually like it because I think it rounds out what you know about people and totally. it doesn't, you know, cause I think there's this misconception before, you know, especially when you work big companies, right. Is whatever you have going on in your personal life makes you weaker in the job. But I think what we realize now is what we have going on at home makes us who we are on the job. Right. Absolutely. And so the more you see, the better, you know, these people, and then there's a better appreciation, right? Like when you've got, when you've got a baby on your shoulder or the dog's <clears throat> gone nuts, which mine'll probably shortly, right? Like, like when that stuff's happening and you're still clear and concise and you can get work done, 
I think that says a lot about who you are, right? Like, I don't know. I love it. Like, I just think it showed a lot um, of people too yeah. that we can actually work in environments. Yeah, you that know, are not real people, sterile. Right? It's house is <laughs> yeah, chaos. That, that, that really appeals to me. And when I even think yeah. about my career and like the choices I've made, back to the like MBA school, literally everyone's there and they're like little pinstripe suits and they're going exactly. to all these interviews and I'm just like, oh, this feels. I don't know. It just didn't feel like me. Like I couldn't. Yeah crack a joke or swear at a meeting yeah. I'm like this is not me yeah. I don't know I can't I could put on a face I could probably play that role but then it feels like so, like soulless and so now it's nice because I agree I don't believe in separation between work and life I think it's just you mm-hmm. this is what you do it's during the life. Days, what you do in the evenings it's all you you get to be you great like let's just be ourselves yeah. and let's do I things like that we love doing while we're doing that too because like I think so many people are doing jobs they hate that's a waste of your energy so for me again like startup it is hard making a business and trying to have an environmental mission and starting from scratch but I get up and I'm like this is something I actually care about I really do want to do I'm doing it so I, I just think more people maybe need just to and I think the pandemic did this for a lot of people. Just had a big reflection, like, "Oh, I actually hate my job. I don't want to do that oh, anymore." I think I think it definitely yeah, did that for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, and they're still Great. not convinced yeah. that they Good. want to go back yeah. to their jobs, right? I mean, yeah. seriously, there's a reason I think Good. why the workforce is so uh, why we've had so much trouble hiring people. Yeah. I think people realize yeah. that you know what? I hate what I was doing. Uh, yeah. I'm not going back. Good. Don't waste your life on right? something you hate. That's yeah, true. I and think, then that I is part true. of better basics. Like we, I saw my parents pass away. They were pretty young. They didn't make it to 60. Like life is short. So don't waste your time doing things that you don't want to do exactly. and take some risks and go after your dreams. And if it fails, it fails. But at least you've like at least you tried. put some energy into something. Yeah, that you that's meaningful to you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's all right? it needs to be. It doesn't need to be meaningful to them. Ideally, what you should be doing is meaningful to the planet or trying to help people. But it's all about, it really has to be all about you. What makes you tick? What makes you feel yeah. good? I mean, yeah, please don't do things that yeah. are only good for you and we all suffer around you. But that's, you know, that's not what we're getting at. Yeah. Like, I mean, a most greater purpose. people, all, yeah, care about other people and they'll figure yeah. that out. And for me, I love products. I love product design. At one point, I was considering all these other different ideas. And I was like, no, you know what? I actually am a consumer. I am. I'm not hardcore greenie. I'm not a zero waste home. I'm what I'm trying to do is find other people like me who like nice things still. They want things to look a certain way. They want to smell a certain way and perform. But then they also have the benefit of not leaving this like detrimental impact. So better basics isn't necessarily going after the target customer who's like really far on their journey it's more the like busy working professional who's again they have a certain standard um but then they want to feel like what they're putting what they're consuming or what they're putting out there isn't leaving behind something that's just like nasty i like it because i think i think i'm i'm uh i'm surfing through the site and i i think um the products are nice the products are really nice but i also I appreciate that it's easy to understand because I think that's one of those things as, as I started the journey for, for even us, right? Like I was that guy. So there's an episode with Hayden Thompson and he tells us about how 
so depressing all the recycling that we do like none of it's and i was devastated right because i like i am that guy in the house right i'm like who like put this in the recycling bin this goes in compost like i don't understand how this is not you know and i sort through all that and then to hear him say what you said which is you know like nine percent or eight percent like something tiny minuscule goes to recycling i was heartbroken right but you realize like god this is a really difficult you know as i'm sorting through products and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work it's it's difficult so i like the site right because the site is is really helpful for helping you sort out what's there and you're right it's it doesn't i don't know what the term is because i'm probably going to offend somebody but it doesn't make me feel like i need to be a hardcore environmentalist i just would like to be able to do things that look nice just a bit better yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just do better. We're just doing better, and we're saying we're not perfect. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Like, if we all I, just I, did a little bit yeah. better, it would be just so exactly much incremental changes. And the other thing that we looked at because we are globally minded people or North American minded people, we're like we live in Vancouver. We live in the epicenter, the the early adopters, the peak of the little pyramid, yep. right here. That we're having these conversations but as that trickles down as you start to look across north america and then as you start to look globally it's like oh wow like we have a long way to go so if we can figure out something here i believe we will have the ability to influence a much larger audience outside of our local community um and we could even start with just bringing your own bag to the grocery store because the majority of North America still does not do that. Like we live in this world where every, like I'd say 80% of the people that are shopping grocery right now, maybe that's a bit high even, like in Vancouver, 60% are bringing a bag. Well, go almost anywhere else in North America and it's five. Maybe. Right? So we're, yeah. So we're still trying to influence, I think a broader audience to kind yeah. of make these slow changes. And, and that's where, again, better basics, I think fits in because it's, still needs to be beautiful it still needs to be functional and it still needs to work just like your kind of big right. mass consumer brands but the normal I, person yeah. sorry phil the no, normal person would have probably done this better basics is you it's your design it's your brand right yeah so the normal person would have probably gone out and just started finding other brands bringing them into a warehouse or facility of some kind and just selling in essence, other people's stuff, right? As opposed to creating um, their own brand of new stuff under, you know what I mean? Like this is a complicated way to do. Hey, Kenny. Yes, Phil. Where are we going to be March 30th through April 2nd? Well, March 30th, you're going to be setting up at the CHFA now in Vancouver and getting all our podcast stuff ready to go and probably helping me set up our booth at the CHFA Now trade show. What were you going to be that weekend, Phil? I I was pretty excited. I I think I'm going to be looking forward to hanging out with uh, Lindsay and Aaron and um, I don't know, a few thousand of our closest brand friends. 100%. Right? I love this show. I love this show, especially the Vancouver show. No offense to you guys in Toronto, Phil, but the Vancouver <laughs> show is a cool show. 
Uh, there's probably going to be close to a thousand vendors there. They're going to get a couple thousand retailers. It is a wicked way to see what's new and cool in our industry. Uh, the only way for the natural health organic industry to grow is supporting things like this, whether supporting it on the brand side, the retail side, and really and truly, I mean, I know you and I both feel the same about this on the organizational nonprofit side. These organizations are fundamental to maintaining and growing these industries within our country. I don't know if you agree with that or how to word it, but that's, I think these are critical organizations. I, I agree a hundred percent. I think the other thing that you'll see there is, you know, a very healthy dialogue between brands and retailers. They're going to be talking about, so CHFA is kind of where you go to talk about everything natural, organic, if you're worried about or thinking wellness. about wellness, all of those products, all of those things are going to be there. Um, this is, this is a show that you really need to be at. It's, it's going to be in Vancouver, March 30th through April 2nd. If you head to chfanow.ca slash Vancouver, you'll be able to find out more. Get your tickets, get going. Great show. And Phil and I would love to catch up and meet with we you. We absolutely would. Kenny, I'll give you a hug for sure. Oh, you got a hug. Though. That's an easy peasy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a business. business. But we, again, like our standards are high. And the other thing is with the refill line, like we started there, like going to these refilleries, it just, it's a nice idea, but it's like really inefficient. So not, not convenient. also the bottles are all those brown amber bottles. They all look the same, the glass mm -hmm. bottle. I'm like, I want the bottles to match my counter. I want them to look a certain way. I want a flat wall bottle. I have to make it out of, and I want it to be made out of a material that's like infinitely recyclable and durable. Okay, now I want stainless steel. There's no stainless steel manufacturing of bottles in North America from what I found. I think no. there's cans, but there's not like a bottle. So now we're going overseas. We have to find the factory. We have to make a mold. So yeah, right. it's hard, but it's also, we wanted to do it well. We wanted to do it differently than what's out there. So I haven't seen any other brand in our space with a stainless steel bottle and a stainless steel soap pump. And we chose that material because it's infinitely <clears throat> recyclable. For sure. And it's very durable and we can make it all these beautiful colors and we can match your kitchen. And so people really like that bottle and that differentiates us. And then with the soaps and the cleaners and the big jug, again, like we really did materials research on it. We vetted all the different types of materials. Do we put it in glass? Do we put it in um, steel or aluminum? And then we landed on this one, which is like a hybrid paper plastic. But the, the benefit of this one is the amount of material is so small for the size. So the paper is, recycled paper and it tears away and then inside is a little recycled plastic bag which is just so much less materials than if we were to go with anything else like 80 percent less plastic than a plastic jug and i mean a, a steel jug would just weigh a ton and it would leave so many so such a big thing in your recycling bin so yeah that's we really took the time to do the research to find what we felt were, was the best option it's not perfect there's still right. a bit of plastic in the Jug and it's, the liner, but it's all about reducing. Every time. It's reducing. Yeah. So this is where Hayden walked us through our conversation that time because Phil and I hit depression pretty fast. And he said, <laughs> listen, he goes, but there's differences. He says, what we use now um, doesn't require as the amount of plastic that the old things do. When you use flat uh, or um, I guess pliable, for lack of a better word, as opposed to hard plastics, which take up a lot of space, the carbon footprint's a disaster. Yeah. Like all these things just add up. They're not perfect. We know that. But they're yeah. way better. 
way, way better, exactly. better than what they were. Like we're edging towards. And then our whole mission is around the refills. So rather than, again, it's a, a bit of a consumer mindset shift, but rather than buying kind of on a whim, all these little bottles of things that you think you need in the moment and oftentimes fit impulse. And then you come home and you're like, oh, I already have like a whatever cleaning spray. Now I've got three under my sink and they all have a plastic spray and they all have a plastic thing right. on them. That's all gone. So you just have your everyday one that you're using and you're refilling again. So it's really that, that's a mind shift as well. A mindset shift for people. Like don't just keep buying them in their single. Right ones by a bigger size you're investing a bit more in it you're buying a bigger size but you're making your life easier because then you just put that in your sink and then when it's empty refill it and it you don't have to go to the store as often and you know you're using a good product and you're reducing those plastic bottles every time you refill yeah that was that was it that's the idea of the business so we're two years in we launched online december 2020 and um yeah we've just really been focused on the online business, which had a subscription, it has a subscription component to it. So once you love the soap or you love the cleaning spray, there's a few other add-ons that you can add on a dish brush, a beeswax wrap, or maybe a little lip balm um, when you set up your subscription. And that was kind of that philosophy. And then I'd say what we talked about early on, just like shifting in uh, what I think is happening is just like a shifting in consumer behavior. <laughs> back to in real life yeah or especially for these yeah. kind of products where you just maybe don't think about doing the research online it's kind of a bit more you're in the grocery store and you're like oh yeah i ran out of my soap i should get some more so now it's like a shift in our business into wholesale into retail we've been doing coming out of just q4 holiday um a lot of pop-up events so many retail experiences right short term over a weekend various cities we're in toronto we're in squamish we're in whistler and that's been working better than our online business <laughs> from a business perspective we're like hmm, okay um online is great and again people still want to touch feel smell i think online is great for the second they purchase the first purchase is really yeah. nice to touch feel smell to see it i mean it is it yeah, is one of those things. i mean not to say people big. won't do it people do it I get it. People buy uh, no, a lot, but, but, but people you know, do like stainless steel bottles. Like that's a, that's a sensory thing as much as it is a, an aesthetic. So. And How heavy is it? Being able to what does smell, it smell like? Right? What does like it feel you, like? You have some, they seem like amazing flavors, right? Or I don't know flavors, but like the aromas are I call what you've got. Yeah. The flavors seem pretty amazing, right? So yeah, we custom yeah. blended them. They're only yeah. essential oils. People love yeah. the scent. They're like, oh, it's very spa-like. It's very luxurious. Even in Whole Foods, even in the big natural retail grocers, when you look at the shelf, 70% of those products aren't using uh, natural mm -hmm. fragrances, right? And in artificial fragrances, there's a lot of carcinogens and, and exactly. other things that are in there that you just don't know. So when you see... And I'm talking like massive brands that are promoted as natural. And when you actually read on the ingredient list, now they're natural. It just says fragrance <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. and color. Yeah, Color's I see these natural brands one. that are blue and purple. Yeah. Color is yeah. awesome. Like, There's nothing in nature that's blue. No. What are we no. doing? Yeah, why is that still yeah. out there? 
Because you know what? People get used to the color. A window cleaner is blue. I know. Why? Because Bessie Johnson or Clorox, I, I can't remember which one owns that. They said it was blue. So now everybody goes to blue. That Why do you need a blue? I don't know. Doesn't come out blue. It doesn't leave blue. You don't look through blue. Just give it to it's me clear. Like it happens in food too. And it's All so scary when you think about it. Like ca carrots are supposed to be white and purple. Same with tomatoes. Someone decided and they like hybrid bred carrots to be orange and tomatoes to be red. But like in nature and it'll, it's like purple, green, orange, you know, that's nature just natural... does what nature wants. Yeah. It's just the colors are colors. Yeah. Right. It's just, we like uniformity and we like to do that stuff. So. Well, I How... think people are changing. They just need to know, so. kind of get a little nugget of education around it and also try them because again, with our scents, um, we are scented because we like to have that experience of a nice yep. smell when we're washing our hands or cleaning our homes. But because they're essential oils, they're, they usually are less, um, um, out, they don't have allergens and they're more gentle. So people who have eczema have commented, oh, I can use your soap and it the first soap I've been able to use that has a scent in it and my hands don't get all dry and cracked and mm -hmm. same thing with the sprays and for myself because I have been on a clean journey for seven eight years if I by accident bring a product or a candle or something into my home that's got an artificial fragrance like I can't tolerate it anymore mm -hmm. so it's amazing once you kind of like get rid of that stuff it mm -hmm. actually gives me a headache and it makes me feel kind of sick wow. so I'm like oh and I didn't have any obvious allergies to that so I just think there's a lot with that yeah you like the scent but you also kind of feel better because it's like not a chemical thing that we've manufactured For sure. yeah so the last time you and I had talked the the business was more to what you were saying before so it was definitive in an online play because I'm just curious now to see how you progress we don't know trade secrets you don't have to get into nitty-gritty but you had um or we're learning quickly that the transition from being a person who buys stuff a reseller to an actual distributor or actually starting to talk to retail like the margin structure becomes very clear very quickly that yeah, yeah. it's interesting like how the dynamics play how are you finding yes. things like where you at oh gosh okay so yeah this is like completely transparent so i we built the business for a DTC play. My personal experience working for brands has always been vertically integrated. So retail, but we own the retail footprint. Um, so learning about distributors, brokers, that whole world. And, and I understand it, especially for grocery, where you just need just-in-time inventory all the time. The inventory has to be so fresh. But for our products, it's like it could sit in a warehouse for a while. Mm -hmm. Anyway, learning all that, I'm like, oh, it just doesn't, it's not a great system for us. However, where our customers are <laughs> is in those stores. So yeah, we're learning. We're, we're basically working directly right now with individual retailers that are the right fit for us or that we feel like are the right fit for us. So um, across Canada, we've 20 to 30 smaller retailers, some natural grocery, and then some kind of more lifestyle -y boutiques, and they're buying direct. Um, so that's working right now. Yeah. We will continue to scale it that way. But yeah, eventually, essentially, we have had to shift our model because one day 
we will want to work with a large scale distributor because we will, we do see that the brand would do well and fit in well in a larger natural grocery chain um, or retail footprint, mm-hmm. right? I'm talking about like the home, right. kind of home lifestyle beauty type retail stores, bigger, bigger and possibly national department stores. We've done some work with Simon's. Um, we're on the bay.com now. Yeah, Simon's on well.ca. Yeah. Yeah. Well.ca. Yeah. 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 And so that's kind of what we're working towards. I think the thing with our brand is we need to tell the story in those retail environments. So it's going to take some work to get the right merchandising um, set up. So the refill system is like visually apparent to people. Um, So that's a big learning. Like we'd be selling the product in and then we go into this shop and then you'd have like a refill soap over here, the dispenser over there a dishbrush over here. And so no one's getting the, like the, the actual concept of refilling right. in front of them. So that's something we will is a learning that we cannot, like, we just don't want to do that anymore with retailers. So that we need to find retailers who are willing to kind of merchandise a little bit differently in their stores. Um, so yeah, all of that's been a big learning. And the other thing is just marketing on a shelf versus marketing on a website is very different, right? The package is everything. The pricing, um, people are more, it's more competitive because you're on a wall with 40 other brands and we're in the fast moving consumer goods category with a lot of huge multinational brands and they're priced in a way that it's like, it's a bit of a world apart. So um, the way I see our growth going is again, more like boutique, people who are aligned with our values and starting really there because we know our customers there and we know that we can stand out and they'll care a little bit more before we would ever get to anything really mass. And I don't see us ever being super, super mass. Like I don't, maybe one day, maybe one day, but like right now those really big supermarket stores, I just don't think better basics would be the right fit. It's, Whether the um, consumer there is, or is it or not, they're not just not mm-hmm. shopping for that there. Yeah, the price they're shopping a bit for high it, but not there. Yeah, yeah, and it's just also like, oftentimes you just don't want to take the time in that environment to like learn about all this. Well, it won't. It Plus, really I'm not well. going to give you four feet or eight feet that you can dedicate to your little world, and you're going to yeah. sell one tenth of what I would have sold on a four foot shelf. Yeah, right, because that's their totally. thing. Because you're thinking, you know, my dear, it's real estate. It's I, we we lease this space, like and our bottles are big. You know exactly, yeah. and it's trying to battle mm-hmm. that, but that's okay. It's tricky though, right? Yeah, like we'll get you, there. You've got to do a ton of marketing. Like not only like do you do you need to sell the the brand and the flavors and the smell, but yeah. you've actually got to teach the recycling system, right? Yeah. Because like like the refill system, because we don't we don't do that right like if you look at even um no like it, it's an interesting conundrum right like because you look at anybody else who does this from razor blades to whatever and like maybe maybe because guys are the wrong consumer but we're not exactly like how many razor systems are there not many and yet like if you look in a guy's drawer how many razors do they have right because you go and you go you know, like I think Gillette was the only like was the first one to kind of get like the mock thing through your head. So you're like Gillette Mach three, right? And you're like, okay, cool, Gillette Mach three. And then as soon as they changed it to four, 
you open the drawer and there's like five different razors, right? Because you went into the store and bought the wrong one, right? Like, okay, I'll remember for next time. Yeah, right? they had no, my new handle. Like... The, uh, 45 <laughs> handles, 75 yeah, blades, yeah. nothing so, works. So like, yeah, it like it's a new yeah, challenge, no. right? Like to ch to teach that, I think. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a new way mm. of thinking. And again, mm. there's a bit of an investment in that as well, because the to buy the first bottle is more expensive and then you're just getting mm -hmm. to the refill. But on the first purchase, it's more expensive because you're buying something that's got quality and longevity to right. it. And then you're bu also buying a larger quantity of right. the actual product. So, mm -hmm. okay, it's $60 for me to get this thing versus a soap in a little plastic bottle uh, when I run out of soap that's priced. I mean, we, we compare ourselves to like $10 brands at our like close to our quality level i think mm -hmm. right to be honest mm -hmm. we, but that's we still have six like a times, right? that's a long that's a yeah. big that's a chasm yeah. that's huge exactly so right? that is that is partly why as a retail growth strategy our philosophy is we're gonna have to go a little more boutique a little more premium in terms of like finding those customers first, working with partners who believe in the values and the mission, who can like merchandise it together right. um, and help us tell that story and, and like build that way. It's going to be a little more organic um, than like mass right out the gate, but we want to find the right partners. And, and I do see it one day sitting in a Nordstrom um, or an Indigo or, you know, like some of the bigger name, department chains um and hopefully whole foods i think definitively you can do all those ones i think those ones would lend to if you're in the states you yeah. can do a sprouts but yeah are you are you going to look at a kroger's a walmart a loblaws a Sobeys? probably not i mean they will come out but that that will happen when it's clorox or sc johnson you know 10 15 years from now when they clue in that they can actually make more money on this stuff than on the chemicals because the consumer move has happened, then they go in and they do yeah. their thing. And that's fine, right? They, they satisfy yeah. that need. And hopefully they're they're cleaner than what they are. They're never going to be as clean as you, but they're better. As long as better happens, yeah. it's all And it's it all is good. happening. Exactly. Yeah, it is happening too. Like, I mean, a lot of the big, big brands are out there doing that. And there's a lot of interesting brands that are, that are cropping up, um, especially out of the States that are also looking at packaging and, right. and ingredient lists. Um, but- I don't, I still read the ingredients and some of them still have the artificial fragrances but they will. and colors. Yeah. Yeah. And palm oil. Oh, that's, palm a, oil that's, yeah, is, that's a tragedy. Do we know about palm oil? Yeah. It's in everything. Yeah. It's in all of our food. It's in all of our personal care products. And it's just like devastating for it's us. Just, it's just killing it, killing the planet. So what, what yeah, do do? we don't use. So what, what do you do with planet. that? Like, so, cause I don't, I've been like, sometimes um, palm oil is the one thing, right? Like you, you read about all these things you could do and palm oil Hey, I got to cut this out. And then you start looking and like, I, uh, like, how do you, how do you go? You just, how do you address How do you this? go about it? I know. Okay. This is my tips for like, in, in the, especially yeah. in grocery, right? Cause you're so overwhelmed. I'm like, you just got to get into the habit of reading the back. Yeah. You don't have to know everything, but even if you just like, when I go and buy something, I'm like picking up crackers, let's just say, and I'm like got two boxes in my hands. I'm just going to flip it or and just take a minute. You'll start start to learn and you'll start to see what to look for um and then you can taste the difference i mean you can taste difference in quality it's it's food especially and same with the products like you put it on your body you feel it there's like a different slick 
like you know when you've got silicones as well that's a it's like a a moisturizing kind of emulsifying ingredient that goes into a lot of lotions and yeah. shampoos like you can feel it it's like a slippery slicky I'm like this is kind of like gasoline on my body and when you start to consume that a lot you feel you realize you're like this is this doesn't feel like something nature has created for my body I'd rather I slather myself in jojoba oil all day just straight jojoba oil straight coconut oil that feels good it feels really good. Mm. It's like, and you know, your skin's absorbing what you put on your skin, but it does, it just takes a few minutes. I think my like key thing would just be like, just take the extra 10 seconds. You don't need to read it all, but just to turn it around and just take a quick glance and like, you'll start to pick up on certain things and certifications and things like that. I know it can be very overwhelming for a lot of people, but it, I tell people not to read one. the whole thing. I, Samantha, I do what you say. I see for me, like, especially food, just look for one thing, palm oil. Yeah. Like if you, if you, if you find palm oil, just so we're all very clear, all the other shit's in there too. Like you're going to yeah. just find other shit. Quite yeah. high quality, good brands don't use palm. Don't use Sorry, it. They just yeah. don't. So if you see palm oil, palm oil, you can pretty much rest assured. And I'm sorry for all the brands use palm oil. I don't really give a shit, but if you see palm oil, yeah. rest assured, there's other shit in there. So yeah. best so find that ones. word, yeah. you leave. Like when I see the word caramel coloring, I leave. If I see, you know, other colorings, you know, if it doesn't say, you know, um, beet coloring or something, you know what I mean? I'm thinking, yeah. no, no, nature does. Or any artificial color. Yeah. yeah. When you see yeah. peas, like in, in, if you, if you go to a snack set and you see truly green peas, they're colored. Peas yeah, don't stay green once they've been cooked into those snacks. So yeah. things like that, when you see highly processed food retaining these wonderful, vibrant colors, it's bullshit. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like a things. way, shifting away from also that, like when you're shopping for food, it's like the pause, just taking the pause. But also it's almost like if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. It probably is. Like we have been marketed in a way that we're like, oh, great. I can now buy like, carrots that are already peeled and that are already like there and then they're sitting in this bag of like liquid is that that's as wrong. good for you as taking the thing that's still yeah. got a bit of dirt on it and it's got the leaves attached yeah and the skin's still attached so i just and just again brush it off the bag yeah and there's a plastic bag that you don't need you don't why need do you have a bag. plastic bag around a carrot why is there a plastic bag around a cucumber i don't know i never understood. I don't know. I never you can't buy a cucumber that. without a plastic yeah. Well, you can because I just brought in a I brought in a things. couple cases the other day. We have cucumbers with no. That's how I label it: cucumbers unwrapped, because long Great. English cucumbers yeah. come wrapped. I don't understand why they need to be plasticized. Yeah, they don't need to be. It's just I know they don't. It's just making for sense. shipping. Yeah, I don't know. It's the same. I think those are the cues as well. When I say people just pause, like the pack, like the packaging, because we're going after a packaging issue. But usually, that's all rolled into the same conversation around it ingredients around integrity of quality and all those things are cues that someone has taken a little bit of extra time to like do the research and to think right. about the health and wealth of what they're putting out in the world and and at the end of the day we all want health and wealth and it just takes that pause to make the right choice you probably know it inherently i think you too. do like yeah i think it's kind of built in i'm reading a book right now um braiding sweet grass which is written by an indigenous indigenous woman who's also a professor in, I don't know what it is, but some horticulture. Mm -hmm. 
anyway, she's talking about how they used to like forage for all sorts of things. But this chapter was about strawberries and like finding nature's abundance finding really wild strawberries and how much just better they are than just buying this clam pack of strawberries. And there's something just so romantic about that. I think that inherently any human would agree and understand like picking this thing off the earth and popping it in your mouth is just a totally different experience. It's a better quality experience and it feels better for you and the earth. And so of course we're not all gonna be foraging, but it's inherent when you're in a store, when you smell something, when you taste something, when you see it, like you can tell when it's closer to what nature has naturally yes. created, then it feels better for you, better for your body, better for the environment. And I mm -hmm. think that's just like, follow that internal compass. Mm, those are good tips. Yeah, those are, those they are, are valid. They are really good tips. Because I, th I think that it is really daunting, like palm oil in particular, you know, because you, you just, you know, maybe I'm a bad choice of product selection <laughs> but sometimes you you go in and and uh you know like three things you pick up and you're like this thing's everywhere like how what am i supposed to do here right like so just not eat i think you know or just not but you're right just like, find you find yeah. the option because there's lots of yeah. stuff that doesn't use and because people don't understand the palm oils this is devastating for biodiversity yeah. Yeah, i mean all bad. they do is they just yeah. chop they just chop areas and make like resorts they're just like all yeah, lined up palm and, trees and yeah. there's nothing else that grows there except yeah. this shit yeah. i mean it's not like it's not what it's definitely not what nature intended to do i mean it's not the world doesn't, it's not right that's <laughs> it it's no. just not right and we're learning and i think we're consumers are becoming much more aware and hey also so. the other reality about the environment like our choices we are learning because we're also facing the realities of what's happening out in the world when it comes to yeah. climate change and things like that. So again, it's like scary and we try not to do use scare tactics or talk in that way, but it's just a reality check when we're out there and right now California's flooding and BC has had our fair share of like crazy weather. And you just think about all of your choices a little bit and how we can all just right. contribute to doing a little bit better. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the mission. That's the mission. And now we have to actually like get into the, the selling of it and all that, which is, um, you know, that's part of and parcel with the project. But at the end of the day, what lights us up every day is talking about this stuff. Like, how can we help make products that are good quality, that people feel better about consuming, that isn't putting as much crap out there in the world. And if we can stay true to that and make that this is the other reason why we wanted to start our own business and design our own products is because having worked in larger organizations, I know how hard it is to add that in later. <laughs> it's like when you're already doing things, the way business works, you know, you're like margin and profit and you need to do things cheaply. If you've made this thing in a plastic bottle with palm oil, it's, go it's going to be half the price. And now if I come in there and I'm like, we shouldn't use that anymore and we should put it in a different bottle. Like, okay, now we're doubling the cost. It's never yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So we had to build it in. We had to start from scratch because it has to be built into the model. It has to be part of the whole entire business. Even when we're looking, we're going to look and try and find the right investors, but the investors need to understand that. Like we are not here to like squeeze every penny out of this business and to maximize profit. That's not the mission. The mission is to reduce plastic. And so we spend more money on things. Just spend mean, more money make, on quality. You can't make money though. See, that's a problem that people they don't get. Like, yeah. just because you can it's blow hard. your brains out and sell things cheap doesn't mean you're making money. 
it just means you're you're doing a lot of top line sales. Like yeah. you know, the profits come by the spread. But so you're for a low low price, you're... you can only have so much spread, right? I mean, it, it is what it is. But you're undoing, you know, kind of twenty years. Hundred percent. But you're also training, undoing what what right? people want. People like to yeah. consume. Yeah. People want us buy tons of stuff. Yeah. I don't know why. That you know what those four or five bottles. No, no, come on, are, you know why? Underneath the because sink, you know why? the three of because us are really good like at our God jobs. Stuff. <laughs> well, that's but that's what we do. You're yeah, right. because that's what we did for most of our lives. Uh, the two of us way more than you, Sam. But like, no, it's terrible. Like, like it's that's what we did. Is if you went into a store and you spent sixty bucks. How do I get 65? My mission, my mission was to not know, like the early days was 65. And the real mission was like, well, if you're 60, you really should be able to get to 90. So how do I show you how to get to 90, right? right. And then like, if you're at 90, how do I get you to 120, 130, right? Like, And it's easy. I'll give you an all-purpose cleaner, but then I'll add, this one's actually better for the stove. Yeah. This is the microwave. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. the gas range. Yeah. This yeah. is the stove. It's the same product. It's the same gut. I know. But you know what? Now oh. you need four bottles. And if you don't have four, you know what? You need four. You're not cleaning oh, well. No. Like yeah. you're just really not doing I yourself know. any yeah. service. You should have a bottle for everything. Yeah. It's like the beauty. But that's a hard mentality to get out of, right? Even even like harder to wrap your head around the beauty industry. I know it's like you need a moisturizer for every little like your eyes are different than your but nose. vanity yeah. vanity yeah. vanity works on that one right yeah when you're sitting there and I you're know. trying to look younger or whatever you're trying to do it all makes sense to you at that moment absolutely the above the eye is totally different than the wrinkles it's got to be two guess, different things guess what 100%. all those vain people guess what actually impacts your the look of your face more good sleep water good nutrition yeah maybe some moisturizer but Reducing the palm oil. Stay out of the actually. sun, drink your water, and eat properly. <laughs> yeah. Get Not really rocket good sleep. Yeah. All yeah. those 75 different I types know. of products for your face is good too, apparently. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I, that's how we're very mission-based and, and passionate about this. And that's how we it's live. Good. It's like a lifestyle. No, and I good. think there's a lot of people out there that do care about that. And especially younger generation, they're like super yeah. plugged into this. They're ahead of us actually um yeah with a lot of things so i feel really hopeful and i feel really optimistic about it and it's hard like we're spending more money we're having to go slower grow through we're having to kind of like learn and test different things and it's um it's not like a rocket ship business prototype like type of business that's yeah that we're right. all kind of familiar with yeah. so we have yeah. to we're kind of going against the curve in that sense too well, we love it. I, I like it. I think maybe, that's when the mission Maybe business back. needs to change. I think business does. 100%. Need to change. Yeah, maybe business 100%. It does. I don't think, you really know what, does. you can yeah. still, you can still make a living and you can still make money without having to be, you know, you can, you can do it slowly and, and, and do the right things, or you can do it very quickly and probably not do a whole ton of right things. Right. I mean, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, I mean, and we want to have staying power. And I think you will. I think if you stay the way, like stay one the of course, our, yeah. The day you decide to cheat, remember, that'll like be the one of day. our missions. Is... You'll kill yourself, right? You know what I mean? It'll be the day that you'll yeah. know that. Oh, you'll there's say, every day. There's those decisions. Because it's it's hard not to because you're thinking, maybe they're right. Maybe if we did just go to a little cheaper, we could come down to $29.99 and sell a lot more. You can. Is it the right decision, though? Is it is it that really yeah. what you believe? Is that oh, really what you Oh, if we get rid of the essential oils, we can sure. save this. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You know what? Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. You know are, what? Are, if you they... add a little more plastic into the out material, yeah. Yeah. you could probably cut the cost so a little bit. But it's yeah, but I you know. get why yeah. the motivation no, becomes that. It's hard not to. Stainless yeah, steel's not heavy. Um, stainless steel is very heavy. Heavy to ship, eh? Stainless steel doesn't yeah. bend, doesn't move. So you're cubing really fast because there's no give. So if you didn't use yeah. stainless steel, make this plastic. It gets squishy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So much lighter. Yeah. No, it's a, it is. We're going against um we're going against convention. But the other thing I just say about it and part of our, I guess, side mission is we wanted a company that one day other people, young people are going to want to come into, take over, be passionate about it. Like I was working always with a big team of young marketing um, professionals in their twenties. And I want, I just could see them. I'm like, I want those people to come in one day and feel the positive energy of like, doing something with their time. And um, I hope that Better Basics can be that as well. Like we're gonna hopefully be this incubator for smart do-gooders who wanna come in and change the world and work for a company that set set up a standard for that. So like, let's get to a certain size. And then honestly, Caitlin and I are like, well, let's hand it over because those future, like those those Gen Zers, when they're ready for it, they're gonna take this to the completely next level. And that will be really exciting to see. I think so too. We think so too. Yeah, I think so too. Anyway, it's good. You, I'm, I'm glad thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah, we're we're um, yeah. excited to watch you guys grow. Yeah, thank you, and yeah, thank you for the opportunity. And um, oh god, our pleasure. We'll yeah, have you back we, on and like you know toward the end of next uh, this year just yeah. to see where you're at. How's it going? You What's have going some on? new launches coming. Yeah, I like to see. I like to see how you're making oh. out. And I wanted about the transitions. Yeah. I, you know, you've talked a little bit. I didn't get into the pop ups, but. You know, I'm curious to see where the retail side goes and how this plays with the online and how you balance all this mess that we call consumer package when, goods. When you, um, throughout the year, as you see things that kind of either set you off or um, as you're coming soon, things start to come, instead of coming soon, they've arrived, um, shoot us a note because we do do Don't a do whole fa- bunch of like fast, fast thought. thoughts and things like that. Yeah, we'll jump like on for a 10 minute combo. We would love to do that with you. Um, I think those would be really fun. So, yeah. Phil and I are, yeah. are you know, very, you have always arterial motives because we're a little on little older. We're probably not as in tune. So I love when there's my daughter's like that. She'll pick me with these things all the time. So the only way I kind of keep up to date is if, Sort of the younger people kind of just show me this stuff because otherwise no, but listen, time, like, I, I don't we like love being learning, late. right? We I love like, learning like and, and honestly, on. we come from a gen that wasn't very good at any of this stuff, right? So I well, think we gave you a purpose to, to clean up. Yeah. See? I was going to say, and it's and and actually, like we made it so messy you, that you, you have to do and something. And you care, now. and you still care, and you're and it's yeah. like it's just all part of parcel with the changing of times and transitions and shifting. I think we're all trying. We're all trying. Thank you for even caring and like wanting to know more about the wine. <laughs> taking, no, I know. We taking love it. the we one love hour it. to explain I think it's cool. my business. No, I think it's cool. <laughs> an hour to tell you. Exactly. Oh, no, we love it. We love it. It's all we're, good. We're, okay, honestly, go take care you, of the cat you come too. back anytime. You better let the cat in because yeah, the cat's got to be. Uh, you got to take care of the cat pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, she's getting really anxious yeah. out there. Okay. Yeah. okay well, <laughs> enjoy your weekend. Thanks, Samantha. Nice you too. Thanks, Samantha. Okay. Okay. Bye. Phil, hang on for a bit. Yeah. She's great.
she's pretty good. I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough gig, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. tough gig. You know, when you're looking at, you know, I'm just, I'm more kind of proud of her in, in, in the way that it's so easy to, 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 to just go right to the cheat and get those cogs down and get the retails down so you can get into retail and you can just watch it explode as opposed to saying, yeah. you know what, the price is sort of the price because of what we're doing. And if that means we just have to go slow and we really have to be more thoughtful of who we pick, so be et cetera, it. et cetera, yeah. then let's so be it. But right? it, and it's so a grind. We, That's fine. So there, there's a whole bunch of these guys that are now like it's it's not a one off. And, and we, we are seeing more and more of these. Like so um, if you look at like good juju is in this yeah, category for sure they've done some amazing things they are after the same sort of cause same purpose right yeah. and then uh my one of my favorites like humble humble chips is in this yeah, category totally. doing the same sort of thing and they're doing it in categories that they're tough buddy they're not margin friendly they are no. not you and know, they've been price set yeah, at, at prices yeah. that these guys will never yeah, so and i, I really hate to say it, it. but they won't be able to get to I really it's, it love just, it. It won't happen. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I really. I just, so, you know, I just hope that even as consumers, if that means, you know, it's like it's it's hard because you know I have the with the retail side. I mean, I see it, but it's like anything. I mean, it'd be so much better if you wanted to the indulge, and you wanted, let's say, the chip or the snack. You know, I know two bags at six dollars is better than one bag at six dollars, but is it really? Yeah. yeah. Like, first yeah. off, the yeah. one hey, we don't need two bags of chips because it's not good for us anyway. Yeah. I, and I get the indulgence. Mean, you know, we, we both love chips. So we get that. Maybe, you know what? You're going to spend six anyway. Buy one and just stretch it. It's better for you. And quite frankly, this and then this particular example, it's better for the planet. Yeah. Like it's just better all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get to consume as much. I get that. But we probably don't need to anyway. No, I, I just, I like it. Like, I I think just watching, you know, more than one brand realize what needs to be done and then wandering upstream in categories just, where they're not streams, like they're rivers, they're, streams, they're waterfalls. They're rivers and they're right? trying to go up waterfalls yeah, yeah, that are, yeah, you know, miles yeah. high. Like, come on. It's, yeah. so it's, it's, a, it's amazing. I, I think it's really inspiring. To I just hope, I just yeah. hope, I, you know, I hope a lot of them can just yep. survive long enough just to to get over the humps well because these, the unfortunate you know, part to get over a lot of the humps yeah you have to play the game which means they you, you start compromising and that would suck well, listen you so, don't have so to. our you listeners you you should go check these guys out like their their stuff is you they're know, trying they're doing a good job and it's beautiful right it's like their stuff is beautiful so uh, definitely go check them out Absolutely. anyway that That's is it, it. Thank, thank you for, for listening, listening.